Topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 5-0-Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know. Hello and welcome to the Phoenix 5-0-Info show. I'm your host, Lieutenant Vince Lewis, with the Phoenix Police Public Affairs Bureau. Once again, we're coming to you from police headquarters in downtown Phoenix, and I'm joined today by co-host, co-host. Sergeant Rob Scher. Welcome. Thanks, boss. Absolutely. Hey, uh, we're coming off of a very tragic, disappointing loss yes. with our uh, hometown D-backs mm-hmm. to uh, Texas Rangers in the World Series. It's been 22 years since we made a World Series appearance. We were very psyched, very ready to see our team rocket to stardom. Um, didn't happen. It didn't. It didn't. Um, I think most people would argue it was beyond successful, being that they, in theory, shouldn't have been there. No prognosticator said the D-backs were going to be in the World Series. Um Ended up coming up short, quite short at home, but yeah, it was a it was a great experience all around, regardless. Yeah, it it was fun to watch. It was fun to 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 be a part of that downtown buzz. We went down there to shoot some social media stuff. Uh, follow us on on all platforms, and you could see some of the goofing off that we did, plus the safety message that, of course, we take very seriously. But uh, I hope you had fun doing that, Rob. Yeah, no, it was a great time. It's um, there was some different nuances from you know what we had eight months ago with the Super Bowl. It was neat to see. Our fans, you know, our state and our city fans, you know, at a game for our team as opposed to, you know, the Super Bowl is a lot of, you know, people coming into town to watch their team, which is cool in and of itself, and it's kind of a bigger show. But, yeah, it was neat to see some of our people, some people that follow us inherently, and then um, do some entertaining things, some fun things, and then tacked in with, you know, some of the business business things we, we do day in, day, day in and day out. Yeah, absolutely. So the, uh, the biggest difference that I think you mentioned with the Super Bowl is uh, – and we had – numerous conversations in our downtime about this was the notification, the lead time, and the planning involved in something like Super Bowl versus World Series. And you had a chance to talk to some insiders to get some information about the difference between, like, kind of how, I guess, the organization that the baseball organization treats World Series versus other events. Yeah, yeah. I think with the World Series, and it's kind of, I think the NFL has a real keen advantage on this, is they know where the Super Bowl is going to be next year, this year. You know what I mean? They know where that's going. So there's planning, years of planning that go into each of these events at each of these cities. MLB doesn't. Um, So they kind of concentrate on their all-star game because that's the known entity uh, each year, you know, each each summer. So like when we had the all-star game, there was a lot more planned events and and that. Um, You know, these events, although huge and although large in numbers, and, 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 you know, obviously we had multiple events a couple of the nights that we had games down here. Um, there's not a lot of, uh, comparatively so, between NFL and MLB, there's not a ton of um, oversight and a ton of planned events through those larger, large-scale, um, you know, entities. Yeah, so hot off the Super Bowl, we basically just convened the team that was already gathered and already talking about Final Four, a lot of the same similar faces around the room that had already come off hot of the heels off of Super Bowl. And I'm talking about the major event planners from the departments like police, fire, emergency management, the city office of uh, administrations and office of communications, all of those entities that are all in touch regularly because we kind of become a hotspot for world events. We're on the global stage quite often. Mm -hmm. But the good thing about it is that we get these reps under our belt and we're actually becoming, you know, mentors and models for other major cities. So hot off the heels of Super Bowl, we just reconvened everybody saying, okay, we're just going to plan this quick little global event before we move on to the next one. Let's call it, I don't know, it's not an incident within an incident, but it's definitely something that it's almost like a rep 
getting ready for the next big event, which is going to be Final Four, and that's going to be in April of 2024. Yeah, it's almost uh, it's almost like riding a bike, but you didn't take a long time off, you know, doing it. Um, I know both of us, you know, even in your previous um, place that you were in in this department, both of us kind of sat in similar chairs, you know, through this whole event. We, um, you know, we've had similar roles, and a lot of the other people around us had those same roles. So it felt almost like, hey, we've been here, done this. It was, uh, it was calm. It was easy, um, you know, and it's easy because of those reps. It's because this is what we do as a city, as a partnership, you know, as a department. This is we know our roles. We do them very well now, um, which in turn is going to, you know, make this next big global event with Final Four. You know, I, I don't want to say it's not it's not an easy thing. I hate to use that word, but it ends up kind of being that at the end. You're like, huh. Familiar. Kinda, yeah, this kind of went exactly how we thought it was going to go because we've been here, done that. So. Yeah, so we, we get this information that an event is coming, and we have several different uh, people that will are, are basically monitoring world events, local events, and they'll get information, they'll get intelligence that they'll vet, and they'll talk about, like, uh, what other things are going to go on during that time, what's our staffing like, what's, what is our capabilities like. Sometimes we'll put out the word locally here with the police department, hey, max staffing means unless you have approved vacation, nobody off. We're going to need as many bodies as we can because none of these events affect the day-to-day calls for service. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's something as a department, and, and I think all the departments, us, fire, and, and anybody involved in those, um, we are not going to take away from our normal responses to our normal duties on, on an everyday Tuesday. You know what I mean? We're not going to do that. Um, our citizens will still get the, the service that they get any other day. Um, we just have this added on task. Now, because we have so many reps, we understand those positions that need to be filled, and some maybe we can kind of glean off of a little bit. But we don't, uh, we don't minimize anything. Maximum staffing is there for a reason. We need everybody's hands on deck, and and again, it's another deal. You look back and short notice, but the officers in this department stepped up. We worked extra hours. We did what we had to do to ensure the safety of those, um, and really the 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 element of feeling safe and being safe to have a great time at this kind of um, this event that comes around apparently every 22 years. So yeah, it, it, this event and then other events are coming down. You know, left and right, we're we're batting them off like lies but uh, so when you were doing a press conference with the city not too long ago the mayor came out and and uh, other department heads just kind of set the stage for us going into the world series you were talking with the media and you were asked uh, i'm sure you were asked and if you weren't you've been asked this before so well like i mentioned we can staff these things without affecting regular calls for service but get into some of the specifics how do we do that because we're limited with the amount of bodies that we have right yeah and a lot of it's going to be overtime a lot of it's going to be the city stepping up being willing to pay those officers overtime and those officers being able to you know be willing to come in let's be real it was halloween you know on the second day and and we had a suns game on the same day halloween had suns and world series suns draw a crowd they just do with what what they put together as a team so um we had upwards of 70 plus officers that day 60 plus the other two days just for traffic control that doesn't count the other entities that are involved in this type of operation um and it's anybody and everybody throughout our 80 specialty details that you can think of that are out there that have a place in this you know from our drone squad to our tactical units to you know dignitary protection to every little element to our motors um you know it's it's great to have an element like our downtown operations unit that them getting people in and out is what they do on a daily basis. This isn't the first time they've had a Diamondbacks and Suns game and a concert and an event at the 
you know, convention center at the same time. This is what they do, having those patterns and having that um, that known entity that they need, you know, quantity of officers that they need to man those, those locations. It's easy for them. They just need to be able to have the officers to plug and play. Again, that's part of the um, – part of the, the coolness of this and the element that having those officers step up on a night like Halloween, we all want to be home with our kids. You know, we want, we want to go out and do that and enjoy that, that element, that holiday. It's a fun one. Um, but willing to give up, it's what it's give up that time. It's what we do. It's what we do as officers is what we do in any, you know, day in and day out. We give for our, our citizens, we give for our Valley and we, we did it, you know, those, those three days, which made it successful. It was a, it was a fun thing to watch. Definitely. So let me throw a curve at you. So uh, from your uh, perspective, what you know, so let's just say that something arises that needs uh, attention. Uh, now, clearly it's our job to protect the Constitution and to protect people's rights, especially when it comes to things like freedom of speech. Right. So if we have uh, a group of individuals who want to exercise their rights and um, basically, you know, demonstrate for their purpose or, or their cause, uh, if they want to do it, you know, World Series global audience, it's probably going to be a, a way to augment or amplify your message. So we account for that. We almost expect it. intelligence will lead us in that direction. We'll prepare right. for that. So we've, we've set aside officers to address that, to make sure that they're protected while they do that. And that, that includes the people who don't agree with their message. You know, when you put out a message, it's almost like you can expect somebody that's going to come back and either try to debate or argue with you. Right. Therein lies the conflict. We, the police department, we're not the conflict, unless, of course, we are the subject of the demonstration. But right. we're there to try to protect that space, to give people an area where they can feel safe to exercise their rights. That's essentially what we signed up to do. That's what we're sworn to do is to protect everybody regardless of the view. Right, yeah. And that's, you know, and we have those instances. We have officers... Um, you know, that are, that are identified as if we have certain elements, even if we have intelligence that's driving us to believe if something may happen or if it's something that, hey, this just started over here, ready, go. We have those, those assets in place to address that. And, again, our purpose out there is to ensure the safety of everybody, whether it's the, the people, the demonstrators that begin it or the demonstrators that, you know, are counter to those. Um, you know, our goal in that scenario is to keep everything as calm as can be, keep everything as safe as can be um, and ensure that you know nothing gets out of hand while also allowing those people to, to you know have their rights to to say what they what they feel they need to say um, we have that we're successful in that we were successful in that this past week um, you know it went uh, it's I don't want to say without a hitch but it went without a hitch it's everything that was expected to happen happened we addressed it we had the assets in place to address it we got rid of the assets in place when it wasn't needed anymore, and, and everything went smooth throughout you know that time period that this occurred. And that flex and contract, uh, almost organic, um, almost biological uh, component to our staffing is huge. So I spent some time as watchmaner. You spent some time overnights in the streets, and, and you know basically when you have a certain number of assets, you go to where the need is, and you trust that the community will let you know when we need to pull back and address other issues and emergencies as they pop up. But you've got to staff an entire city. You've got to handle calls for service. Clearly, the officers are going to spend time where they know that things are more likely to happen. But if somebody throws up a flag downtown during one of these events and we need to surge resources there, we're still able to handle calls for service in the outlying areas, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when we have intelligence-driven you know, information that lets us know, hey, this might happen, Assets are already in place in that in that world, especially you know in in a 
big you know global stage like we had we're going to have those assets to address those in instances where we may not think it's happening or we may not know when it pops up we are still able to address and flow and put resources this way or that way as needed this is what we do this is not uh, this is not foreign to us yeah. we are we're good at this you know and, and it's uh it's awesome to see to be to be real yeah i was um i was getting gas at the gas pump at one of the city gas pumps and um uh, an officer pulled up in their police tahoe to get gas to fuel up their vehicle this is early morning conversation and they asked hey where are you at and how's things going and you know the regular conversation we have and and uh of course i said you know hey we're just uh you know getting uh in tune with the world series fever and the officer asked world series like the world series is here so <laughs> i mean either that officer is very dedicated to yes. their job or just you know maybe has other interests and things but not everybody knows but you can bet that that officer knew that their day included going out, fighting crime, right. defending the victims, doing their job day to day. So uh, it's not like everybody is worried or, or you know, hairs on fire emergency because we have a global event. We got this. Yeah, it's what we do. I mean, it's and we've been on this stage before. We've been successful in this stage many, many, many times over. We showed it last week um, and we showed it while also having officers, you know, in and around the city that uh, that do what they do on a daily basis regardless. So Incredible. Well, I want to thank you, Rob, for uh, helping me with this. Uh, you and I are going to be working closely again, of course, with the Final Four coming up in April of 2024. I'd like to thank uh, you, the listener, for joining us today. Uh, I'd like to thank my producer, Pablo. And as always, you can help fight crime in your community, potentially earn a cash reward, and remain completely anonymous by sending tips to Silent Witness. Visit silentwitness.org and call 480-WITNESS. Visit us at phoenix.gov police and follow us on all social media platforms. And until next time, remember, we're in this together and be safe out there. You've been listening to 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. For more about Silent Witness, go to silentwitness.org. That's silentwitness.org. Or call 480-WITNESS. That's 480 948 6377.